Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower, also known as STE with Paulie G. But I remiss if I didn't mention marketing motivations, uh, but my public speaking gig, or I should say my professional speaking gig, just because, you know, most speaking gigs are in public, you know, although there are some private venues, but I digress. Uh, I'm, it's taking off my speaking career, so I really wanted to uh, encompass that with all of the good information that I can share with all of you. And let's um, rewind a bit uh, to Saturday. Uh, on Saturday, thought came to my mind that prayer not only helps what you're praying for, it helps the person that is praying. So if I asked you to pray for me, and you praying for me uh, creates a grace, but it also creates a grace for you as the prayer. I don't even know if that's the right term, but the person praying, I should say. So keep that in mind. Uh, Matthew Kelly said to prioritize your legitimate needs. Diet, sleep, exercise, and prayer all increase your capacity for enthusiasm. With more enthusiasm, we have more energy. And with more energy, we get more done. And generally, when we get more done, not only are we happier, but we are wealthier as well. And former President Ronald Reagan, God rest his soul, he said that someone can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. And I'm sure a lot of other people get credited for that quote as well, because it's a fairly common quote, but a very basic one, you know. We can't help everybody, but everybody can help somebody, you know. Um, I came up with this revelation as well. I must continue, me, Paul, I must continue to practice speaking through action and not words. So that's pretty figurative, I guess, but not so much. You know, a lot of people speak through their body language. And my point was, I want to speak with my actions and not my words, because my wife wants to kick me in the mouth uh, <laughs> often when I start spewing out this personal development material to her when she's uh, stressed or anxious and things. And I need to be more creative in my ways as, a as opposed to just, you know, coming from the ivory tower and uh, speaking. Okay, a little story. A professor held up a glass of water, but didn't ask the proverbial question of it being half empty or half full. Instead, the professor asked, how much the glass weighed? So there were shouts of various weights tossed her about. And then the professor, she then explained, if I hold this glass for a few moments, it is very light. 
However, the longer it is held, the heavier it becomes. The weight doesn't change, but the heaviness of the glass of water does. And it made sense. Uh, and a few of them, the students were kind of like, all right, where, where are you going with this? <laughs> but she said, so it is with stress and worry in our lives. Thinking about the stress and worries for a moment is relatively light on our mind. Think about stress and worries all day long and it becomes very heavy and burdensome, burdensome on our minds. Just as the glass of water becomes painful to hold until we put it down, so does our handling of stressful and wor- stresses and worries of life. They don't go away until we put them down. And it can be done. You know, untimely deaths, divorce, broken relationships, um, soured marriages. All of these things can be, I don't necessarily want to say repaired. Some of them, yes. Others can be um, nurtured and really can make a difference in one's life. No amount of darkness can extinguish or overcome a glimmer of light. That was said by St. Francis of Assisi and how, how true he was. But we generally don't think about that. Once you're in, once you're pitch black, there's no more darkness to make it any more dark. But that glimmer of light, you can't get any more darkness to overcome it. So light overcomes darkness. And if you look in the eyes of Jesus, you will see the person you are meant to be. And that was from the book, The Robe. But the eyes of Jesus can be a picture of him, a cross, the Eucharist, a spouse, a child, a friend, or dare I say, a perfect stranger. Um, Jesus can be found in all of them. But sometimes we're trying to look with our eyes. And we need to look with our intellectual factors, our perception, will, imagination, reason, memory, intuition. Those are what gets us ahead in life. And who wins at anything? Who wins? Well, it's those who master the basics. And that's very true, especially when it comes to this weekend's football games. You can see a lot of um, not mastering the basics when it comes to um, the three phases of the game. Happiness is not a result of money, just as much as you would like to think it is. It is absolutely not. 
just visit the poor. Poor, especially in places like Haiti, um, there are folks that are very, very happy despite their horrific conditions that they're in. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some miserable poor people, absolutely. But if you have someone that is, um, you know, bottom of the barrel poor and has no money and they exude joy, peace, and happiness, there is a lot to be said for that. And that was in a, uh, a Greg Bataro interview with Matthew Kelly. Greg happens to be uh, in the Psych Institute of America, he's the, the founder. And believe it or not, he has ties to my hometown, which I was surprised to see. The secular and the spiritual are meant to unite and not be separate from each other. And most people think there's a separation of church and state, when in fact, church and state should be unionized. They should be together in harmony, and they certainly can exist that way. Um, and God doesn't call people that are perfect. He calls people that are, he calls people and perfects them in his mercy and love. I thought that was neat. That was by Paul J. Kim, uh, a youth counselor, advisor, speaker, comedian, musician, and to compare is despair. You know, be content before you resent. And it's tough, I know, but comparing generally will lead to despair unless it leads to glorification. And that glorification must come through us in what we do. Turning the page to Sunday, um, I had a question. What is more spectacular, riding in a hot air balloon or watching one from afar? Now, I, I can't really um, comment on this because I, I never took a hot air balloon ride before. At least I don't believe I have. But I'll tell you, it is pretty spectacular watching them sail around from afar. It's pretty neat. And St. Paul said the body is one, which I think we all agree with, although it's made up of many parts. And so too is the church, many different facets, but one body. And I thought about that, and I said, you know something, yeah, the body has hands, feet, knees, legs, arms, neck, a head. And I said, which part of the body am I? I said, I'm, I'm certainly, I don't think I'm the head. I think I'm the pinky toe on the left-hand side. Now, you may laugh at that, 
you know, what, what purpose does the pinky toe serve? You know, generally the other toes are more for balance, but so is the pinky toe. It feeds off the other four toes for balance of the person that lives in that body. So we all have a role, you know, as far as body parts are concerned. And as far as us as humans, we all have a bigger role, and that's to become the best version of ourselves. And that's through Matthew Kelly, of course. Uh, at different times in our life, we all need a new perspective. And that's the honest to God truth. Inside of the day, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. And that was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And I was told yesterday, when sin abounds, when sins are all around us, so is grace. It's just what direction do you want to go in? You know, grace is like the ocean. No one ever says there's not enough water in the ocean. So is it with grace. And then I noticed I've been putting on some extra weight lately around my waistline. So I said to myself, you know, I need to get back to the gym. Well, actually, it's, it's not even get back to the gym. I'm, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> but when reality, I just need to stay away from the refrigerator and the snack drawer and the donut shops and <laughs> whatever else there may be for crying out loud. And uh, moving right along here, we are an extension of the books we read and the people we associate with, whether you believe it or not. Um, you know, don't worry about what you're not good at, but become better at what you're good at. You see, you know, we tend to get focused on, yeah, I'm, I'm not good at that, or no, it's not going to make sense to me, or no, I can't do this. That's not the focus. The focus is on what we're presently good or sufficient at in getting better. Good day is based on perspective. You know, I had a good day. Perspective can be, you know, the weather, football score, people in your company, etc. So let's all have a good day. For what reason other than our gratitude? You know, gratitude is the precursor to happiness. Happiness is the precursor to love. Love is in eternal and can't be deceived as long as you have experienced love. If you need help, just ask God in a prayer. You know, simple as, simple as that. So that was the Sunday uh, religious aspect of things. And then wrapping things up with today, uh, I, I was told to go about life with an inner peace and calmness despite the chaos that surrounds you. And you know something? If you foster control over your internal self, if you're happy on the inside, yes, it's going to show on the outside, but the outside world won't nearly be as effective over your mind. It won't, you know, be in control of you. 
You know, some, some people go into the office every day to work and they're at the mercy of the phone ringing or the, the, the emails that come in. And that's no way to run your day because your day is running you in that respect. Darren Hardy today, he said, how do you ignite a positive pandemic? How to positively infect everyone around you? And small example here, Darren was convinced to join a group workout. So he did reluctantly, but he was pleasantly surprised by the energy in the room and the aura of the instructor. You know, he had a great workout and it flew by. So he went back a week later and he took the same class but had a different instructor. And the energy was low and the class kind of dragged on and nothing else was different other than the energy exuded by the instructors. So the same applies in our own lives. You know, people will feed off the energy we bring to work, our homes, or even the gym. So think about bringing some more energy and excitement to your life. And Matthew Kelly says, learn to waste time with people you love. And that's a great way of saying, hey, listen, the time that is precious is the time with family and friends. In the insight of the day, the most difficult thing is the decision to act, acting on your decisions. And the best feelings are those that have no words to describe them. I would agree with that for sure. And motivation us today, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. Unless you were on the Titanic, of course, then that impossibility is out the window. Okay, folks, it was a pleasure to uh, chat with you and catch up on some things, uh, throw some good insights and material at you. I will be checking in with you, Lord willing, tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.